I, I think that, that, that people need to dream more while they're awake. Life is, is extremely short, and there's so many opportunities. And you know, instead of focusing on, okay, I'm an, an adult now, it's like, how do I live? How do I really live, not just exist? Well, isn't that just a burning question? Don't worry, we will get back to what Clint was saying in just a second. But first, I wanted to ask a couple questions to help set up where he's going. Have you ever found yourself sitting in your car, asking the same question? How do you do more than just exist? How do you seek out happiness? How do you make your passion your reality? If you've had these questions, today's episode has been made especially for you, so that you can find and realize your passion while allowing yourself to be mediocre. If that sounds backwards, don't worry, it will all become clear shortly. Welcome to Adult and Encrypted, where we prepare young adults to become independent powerhouses for life. Today is a special episode where we are going to break down two episodes from seasons past down to the bare bones and answer the question, how do I find and realize my passion? We will hear excerpts from both Clint Pulver and Dell Majors from full episodes of theirs that we've had on the show in the past. If you remember back to the beginning of this episode, though, Clint was talking about how we can go from merely existing to truly living. That is definitely something that we all want. If you stick around, we will do our very best to answer that burning question. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. I, I think that, that, that people need to dream more while they're awake. Life is, is extremely short, and there's so many opportunities. And you know, instead of focusing on, okay, I'm an, an adult now, it's like, how do I live? How do I really live, not just exist? Because most people just exist. If you look at current stats of the workforce in the world, uh, about 80% of working adults hate what they do for a job. That's crazy. I mean, that's a crazy statistic to me. And myself, you know, kind of growing up, I felt like I, I knew what I wanted to do. Yeah, I wanted to be a helicopter pilot. I wanted to fly. I went to flight school. Uh, ended up, you know, pursuing that dream. And then I went on a mission and came home, and I had to re renew my driver's license. So I was 21. And I went to renew that so I could continue on with flight school. And obviously, you just have to renew your driver's license. And I went in to, to do the vision test, and I couldn't pass the vision test. No joke. I went up and put my head in that little black box, and I went to read the letters. I couldn't read the letters. And the lady's like, can you read? And I'm like, yes, I could read. And she's like, well, then I think you're blind. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She said, listen, honey, you can't read the letters. And all of a sudden, I found myself under house arrest at the DMV. Trying to go, you know, I'm like, I can't leave. She would not let me drive home. I was denied driving privileges. And long story short, I ended up at the University of Utah at the Moran Eye Center uh, with one of the leading authorities in a rare degenerative eye disease known as keratoconus. And as a young 21 year old kid, I got diagnosed with a pretty severe degenerative eye disease. And as a 21 year old, I found out my eyes were as bad as an 87 year old's. And I'm sitting there in that office, and, and then the doc's like, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? And I was like, I want to fly. Like, I, I want to be a pilot. Like, I'm in flight school. And he got really serious, and he looked at me, and he's like, dude, listen, kid, it's not going to happen for you. Holy cow. Can you imagine being told that you were no longer able to chase your dream? This was a huge pivotal moment for Clinton in his life, and it required him to think long and hard about what needed to be done. Eventually, he followed the advice of his friends, family, and peers. He went and got a job that paid the bills, but that, to him, was soul-sucking. I went into medical sales. I became an orthopedic consultant. 
and worked in the OR teaching doctors how to do like total knee replacements and hip replacements and craniomaxial facial surgery. And I'm, I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> I was making super really, like really good money, but I was absolutely miserable. I became one of the statistics. I was one of the 80% of working adults that hated what they did for a job. And I remember when I was in college, I had a guy, a mentor, who shared with me a quote by Oscar Wilde. And the quote says, to live is the rarest thing in the world. For most people merely exist. And that is all. There's the kicker. One of my biggest fears and worries is about whether or not I am merely existing. The story from Clint truly sums up the quote that money doesn't buy happiness. Turns out, though, it can fund our existence, which isn't good enough. That being said, if money is unable to buy our happiness, where else can we get that much-needed supply? Dell Majors thinks that it requires us to define our own version of success. I think you have to, because if, you know, if, uh, if Gideon... Uh, let somebody put him into an accounting job where he has no creative freedom. Yeah, no freedom into saying like what he's going to do and what he's going to create and whatever else. Like he's probably not going to be all that jazzed about creating good accounting habits. I wouldn't right? stay in it. But if but if he's like a creator and wants to you know be free thinking and do whatever else, and then there's going to be so much energy that comes into the, that other process. So I think we absolutely, based on our wiring and who we are and who we value have to decide, you know, what our terms of success, what our, yeah, what success looks like for us. And that's going to be different for everybody. I do believe that we can define our own success. And, and I think that's critical as you become an adult to look around and say, is this fun for me? I think, Ashton, a couple of weeks ago, you shared the Jim Carrey clip along these same lines of his dad playing the safe route, right? And this has got us thinking, as far as becoming an adult, we need to define our own paths. And it's one thing I'd like to point out, though, it's still okay to dual path. But once you know where you're supposed to go, try and figure out how to get there as soon as possible. If you know Gideon, you know that he is most definitely a free spirit. Everything about him says that the last thing he wants is a desk job. That isn't to say a desk job is a bad thing, but it doesn't fit into Gideon's definition of success. Later in the same episode with Dale, Gideon asks how he can still see success, even though he is passionate about many different things. How can he get to a success as soon as possible? Here's what Dell had to say. Well, one of the, you can't be amazing at everything. Um, so, which, but are we supposed to be good at everything we do? No. But sometimes, don't don't doesn't everybody say like you need to give your hundred percent effort? You need to try hard. One thing that I think that you need to accept mediocrity in certain areas of your life. I want to be mediocre at French. So for seven years, I've st no, for five years, I've studied a couple minutes a day, you know, so I can, you know, re read and understand most of what I read. And so I'm mediocre. I'm not great. I think you have to decide, like, you can't go and be a top YouTuber and a top, you know, Airsoft competitor and a top BMX guy and everything else. But if you just say, I think Airsoft's cool and I'd like to have a gun and mess around with it every once in a while. Except mediocrity, what? <laughs> I bet you haven't heard anyone else say that before. Can you imagine how different your life would be if we could accept that some things in our life are just for fun and we don't have to be pros at it? Not only does that open up our time for more fun hobbies, but it also allows us to truly go after those things we're passionate about and want to spend the rest of our lives doing. 
This rings true to the conversation we had with Eric Aroka just last week, where he told us to figure out what we couldn't live without. Once we determine what we can't live without, it makes sense that we would use most of our energy to keep that thing in our life as long as possible. Hopefully, it also becomes profitable. So, how would we do that? Well, Clint has some advice that starts with Spielberg and aliens, but ends with us feeling the happiness that money can't buy. Do you want to feel it? Well, here's what he has to say. The power, the miracle of what's going to make your dream a reality is in the details. It's in getting super specific on what that dream looks like. For example, here's a crazy story. Uh, you guys have seen the movie E.T. Have you seen E.T.? Yes. Yeah, like the little alien, right? Dude, most iconic. I think it's one of the best, greatest films of all time. Like it's literally a masterpiece. Steve, Steven Spielberg killed it. Uh, John Williams killed it. That film... When it, when it came out, it knocked Star Wars off the charts. It became the number one movie, and it remained the number one movie in America for 11 years straight. Wow. Stayed there for 11 years. It grossed $6 billion in merchandising. Like, people that bought E.T. dolls. Like, crazy, Right. And still to this day, it's like a perennial movie. It's, it's like something that you watch and it's just like, oh, it's just, it's good. I, honestly, E.T. scared the crud out of me <laughs> as a kid. But it's an iconic film in that the magic is E.T. The magic is E.T. And the dude that created E.T., his name was Carlo Rambaldi. This guy's a genius. And Steven Spielberg, he went to Rick Baker, uh, he went to Stan Winston, all of these like preacher creators. And he landed and stuck with Carlo Rambaldi because Carlo Rambaldi was obsessive about the details. Dude, he, he, he went through 300 different iterations of E.T. Like what he would look like, what, what his hands were like, you know, the, the, the length of his shoulders. Uh, how, are, how are his hands going to move? And there's something really cool that I, I admire. Creature creators are brilliant. And I think they, they really paint a cool picture on how we, we answer this question that you posed. Get specific in designing the ET. All creature, creature creators, they go through a process where they have the initial concept. What do you want to do? Like, what are you wanting to chase? And then it goes to illustrative design. They write it out. They plot out every little detail to some, some, to some extent, like, like, the, like the, the fingerprints in the fingers, the eyelids, the, I mean, the details, get obsessive. You know, where do you want your studio to be one day? What kind of music do you want to compose? How much do you want to charge? Who, who's your market? Who, who do you want to write for? Why do you want to write? Like, like all of those details need to be written out and it needs to be methodical in how you're going to do that. And then, and then they, they go to uh, sculpting and they sculpt up this little maquette and then they actually get like this 3D image and then they build the mechanics. So cool, now you have an idea, it's on paper. How are you gonna make it work? What's your budget? How are you gonna get a website? How are you gonna promote? Are you gonna do Facebook ads? You're gonna get it on TikTok? You're gonna, you're gonna work with influence? Like what, influencers, what, what's, what's the fuel to make it come to life? And then, and then it goes to fabrication and they put on the skin, right? And it, it becomes a creature. It literally becomes something that's real. It's tangible. And I think that, that really, if I look at my, my business, my career, and how I've done that, 
I created the ET. Because he created his ET, Clint was no longer just existing, but he was living and truly enjoying the happiness that life has to offer. While the road beyond that isn't easy, it is filled with moments of success, because a goal that had been fully realized internally was being recognized externally and in the real world. There's something that feels amazing when you are able to see something in the real world that you once only saw in your dreams. So where does that leave us? For me, there are a few takeaways. The first, understand that life is meant to be lived, not just existed in. The second, we are allowed to do things that suck. It will give us more time to focus on what we love while allowing us to explore new things. Lastly, we must write down and define everything. E.T. took years to build, and he was just a puppet. We are human, and our lives should require just as much focus and direction, if not more. The challenge for today's episode is this. Determine if you are on the path of happiness. If not, take a good hard look at what you want to do and what is taking up your time. Then, with the things that are just taking up your time, do them, but be okay with being mediocre. Then, with what you want to do, build your ET. Look at every possible avenue and solution to reach your goal and write it down. If we follow all these steps, perhaps we will all be able to live rather than just merely exist. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Adult and Decrypted. We really enjoyed having this week's conversation, and we hope you did as well. If you ever want to comment on a topic, you can send us a message to our website, adultingdecrypted.com, our email, adultingdecrypted at gmail.com, or through our Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn accounts at adultingdecrypted. If you have any topics for the show that you would like us to talk about, or if you are a parent and want us to talk about something your kids should know, Send us a message on any of the accounts mentioned. If you'd like to be a guest or have an idea for someone you think we should have on our show, feel free to send us an email detailing your thoughts to adultingdecrypted at gmail.com. Adulting is teamwork. We have merch. If you want to show off your Adulting Decrypted pride, check out our website, adultingdecrypted.com, or our partner website with shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash adulting-decrypted. Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us on our Patreon at Adulting Decrypted. Along with the benefits that come with our Patreon, and trust us, there are some pretty good ones in there, you will not only be helping us continue in the effort to make great content, but you will be part of a community of individuals all trying their best to adult. We appreciate you listening, enjoying, and leaving your positive reviews. And we can't wait until next time on Adulting Decrypted. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Adulting Decrypted. We really enjoyed having this week's conversation, and we hope you did as well. If you ever want to comment on a topic, you can send us a message to our website, adultingdecrypted.com, our email, adultingdecrypted at gmail.com, or through our Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn accounts at adultingdecrypted. If you have any topics for the show that you would like us to talk about, or if you are a parent and want us to talk about something your kids should know, send us a message on any of the accounts mentioned. If you would like to be a guest or have an idea for someone you think we should have on our show, feel free to send us an email detailing your thoughts to adultingdecrypted at gmail.com. Adulting is teamwork. We have merch. If you want to show off your Adulting Decrypted pride, check out our website, adultingdecrypted.com, or our partner website with shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash adulting-decrypted. 
Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us on our Patreon at Adulting Decrypted. Along with the benefits that come with our Patreon, and trust us, there are some pretty good ones in there, you will not only be helping us continue in the effort to make great content, but you will be part of a community of individuals all trying their best to adult. We appreciate you listening, enjoying, and leaving your positive reviews. Now, the special song from Gene and Gideon.